0: Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not going to lie. Oh, it could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. Woo-hoo. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Tennessee win. Contest by Tennessee. Jawan Jennings. Jennings makes the catch. If we win, we win. 10 you six I made up my mind. And I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, d- to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, January 6th. Pate Main staying home. It felt right to play that one, play that intro with the Heisman announcement last night. And then, uh, not a lot of people were oh. staying at Tennessee. And not a lot of people say. <laughs> Very good point. I was, thought you were going to mention that he was put on the Hall of Fame ballot, but that too. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I didn't know we were. You want you want to go positive? I was just yeah. going to go right into the show and just be negative. I didn't know we were going that <laughs> negative that quickly. Um, so, I mean, what do you? I, I know we don't have a set to talk about it. Devontae Smith, I have long said he was the best player in college football. Yeah. At least the last couple of weeks. Long, I don't know. Long in today's world. Um, it just sucks. Yeah. Agreed? It sucks for Mac Jones a little bit. Most Because I years, think on, on any other team, he probably wins the Heisman. But, but he doesn't have Devontae Smith. He like doesn't have Devontae Smith, so it's but, definitely like a balance. I mean, but then you have three legitimate Heisman candidates on one team. Yeah. Where you're like, I mean, which, yes, they need each other to be good. But you're like, ah, oh, you know, Najee Harris, Mac Jones, and Devontae Smith all All numbers point to Heisman campaigns. Yeah, I I thought the two best players in college football was Devontae Smith and Kyle Pitts. I mean, yeah. Kyle Pitts, unfortunately, his numbers were never going to be there. But, yeah. No. Uh, And he missed missed some games. Right. I mean, those first couple games, you're like, oh, man. The tight end's going to win the Heisman. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty insane. Uh, And then, I mean, a lot of people felt like Trevor Lawrence was uh, cheated. Is Trevor Lawrence one of those guys who wants to come back and try and win Heisman? Is anybody like that anymore? I mean, or, or, too or, much or does he, does he look to the Jaguars and be like, God bless. I'm coming back. Does he do that did though? He, if Urban Meyer, is did he coaching? lose on purpose? So the Jaguars would maybe take Justin Fields. <laughs> yes. I like that take. I like that take, especially because which it is infuriating to see a team like purposely tank purposely lose. But I mean, it happens every year. Yeah. So oh man, whatever, but the the Philadelphia Eagles this week, like that was infuriating to watch, yeah, that was ugly, but oh, well, what can you do? Yeah, what can you do? Um, we are gonna talk about the uncertainty at Tennessee because there's a lot of it, even more every day, yeah, every day, more and more,
1: just um, rumors
0: on rumors on rumors, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, talk when about when some, is when is Gruden going to be a, a candidate? Because everybody else is, so we might as well just think, throw him into the pot. Too. I think he's already been thrown out. I think mm, okay. Yeah, I think, so I wasn't the first. Okay. Are you not tracking these flights from Vegas? Allegiance flying direct now. You that's true. <laughs> he he doesn't have to get a private jet anymore. I, I was we <clears throat> were on that fly back in December. Yes, exactly. That he got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, and then we're going to talk about some staff more. <coughs> uncer- I mean, just more and more uncertainty, staff hire and roster news. Um, and then we're going to preview the Arkansas game tonight. That is a 7 p.m. tip-off? Arkansas. 7 p.m. tip-off? Arkansas. Or yeah, Kansas. Well, yeah, we're going um, millennial terms. There you go. Okay, I like it. Arkansas. Arkansas, um, their latest opponent, one in common, Missouri. Um, so that game looks good for Tennessee. I mean, there's not any, any easy SEC games, so I'll say that. Uh, there's one. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, they play us tough every year. I'll give them that. But they're still bad. Are you talking about Vanderbilt? Yeah. They also should have beat Kentucky tonight. Yeah, what was the, the final score of that game? 72-69, maybe? They lost by three. Nice. Yeah, they lost by three. I don't remember what the final was. 77-74. Dang, I want to say 69 so bad. I got that. I had, think they were up by ten. They were up. The point, right? uh, they were up by like seven or nine at the half. Yeah, I mean they were. They should have won. Vandy lost that game. <laughs> yes, correct. As Vandy should. <laughs> fair, fair point. Uh, but yeah, we will preview that Arkansas game. Um, and and <clears throat> we're back. We're, we're going to bounce. You're going to be wearing the victory cap on Sunday. You oh, know I'm what? Sorry. And I think you might be wearing it two times. We'll <laughs> talk a little bit about the Texas A&M game on Saturday. So I think you're going to get to wear it twice. I'm looking forward to it. Need to get it out. Yeah, Starting exactly. to get a little, little dust on the bottom. Yeah, we're going to have to clean that up a little bit. Yeah. Which um, I'm okay with. Go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. It's really cold. Caleb came in here shivering it was this morning. freezing. So uh, go check them out for all your HVAC needs. Let's get into it. We got some... Uh, I don't even know what to even call it. It's just no one knows. It is... I, why is it so quiet? Does Okay, so what I tweeted the other night, do you agree, like, this is what it looks like? Whether it is or not, this is what it looks like. Where Tennessee is... Jeremy Pruitt's going to be back. Or... They're waiting to find something in this investigation to fire him with calls. to get out, of the which bio. also isn't good. No, because then you've then you've admitted that he is not the guy we really want, but we're not willing to yeah. pay him that much Look, to get out. Because if he was the guy that you really wanted, you take the violations and the punishments and you let him keep coaching, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, I I just want to know why it's so quiet. Just say something. Say something. I'm giving up on. I, for real. <laughs> say something. We've given up on I you. mean, it's ridiculous how quiet it's been. When you're talking about potential serious NCAA violations or what's being thrown out there, that's the rumor. But if they're not, then you need to come out and squash it. Like you need to say this. That's not the case. Again, it's, let me be the PR guy. Yeah, because from like from the outside looking in. That's what it looks like to everybody else. Right. And so, like, if that's not your intentions or you don't think that, then, yeah, you should probably come out and just squash that. Correct. I don't understand. I don't get it one bit. I just... Uh. But, but it's the longer this takes, the longer it's setting our program back even further than it already is. Because yeah. you can't really get hires right now. And the one you've been attached to is... God, bad. Terrible. Yes, terrible. And and you can't get transfers. You have six spots available for transfers right now, and you can't get anybody to come to your school because they don't know who they're going to play for. Right, correct. So, I mean, the longer this goes on, the worse it gets for Tennessee. So can we please just make a freaking decision and let's go? Please. I mean... Oh, we're just so bad at everything. Because everybody was like, "Yeah, he's getting fired today." No, he's, no. And then you've got. I feel Warriors like it's just going to be one day. It's just going to all come tumbling down like an avalanche. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. Or 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 nothing's going to happen at all. This and feels, we just wasted this whole time. This feels unprecedented in college football. Yeah, has this been a thing that a coach has been hanging on this long without the AD saying a word? With lawyers in here that have been labeled like coach assassins by other coaches in in the business. I mean, because like like you said, this could all mean nothing. Yeah. In terms, like let's it's Tennessee. Let's not put down any. Yeah, we. Any just made outcome, a, anything could happen. We yeah, we love to make a big deal about everything. <laughs> so yeah, this could turn out to be absolutely nothing. But it also, I mean, Tennessee did get out of the Donnie Tindall coaching, luckily, with a show cause. Will Wade is still coaching. Will Wade is somehow still coaching. I think that same... That is is proof that if you want to keep him, you keep him. Exactly. And then Donnie Tindall is the proof of if you want to get rid of him, (coughs) you can get rid of him. Right. Yeah, it, it just looks like that to me is like you're trying to get rid of the guy, but you're not willing to pay... The money just in a pay. year where you lost so much money, but you just need to get like yeah, go ahead. Just like you said, it's setting You because if, if you go ahead and do it now, if that if you made up your mind, like he's probably not the guy, but we're not real, willing to pay for him. And if something comes out with this investigation, then you can get out of that, right? But I right. think you gotta let's let's move on or come out and say. Come out and say he's our guy. Yeah, and ride with him. At least do at least do something. Be 100 wrong or 100 right. No one likes the guy that's 50 percent wrong or 50 percent right. You know, I think we're both in agree and say he's he's not the guy, probably. Right. I, and so if, I'd love to eat my words. But no. but I just want a decision to be made. Correct. At this point, I'm not saying I'd be happy with it, but I would at least be like, I know what direction, like I know where we're going now. And do the do the players know? Are the players being kept more up to date than And apparently we talked about this on Sunday. Apparently Philip Former was telling guys that were about to sign that Phil or that Jeremy Pruitt is the guy. So I guess that's what they're hearing. But if I mean if they're seeing the news about the investigation mixed with this guy being brought in are you got are you are you going to the players and telling them, hey, that's you know, that's not happening. that's not happening. But I mean I don't I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, just some issues. Always issues. And then we had people going out of dad on social Golly, media. Don't tweet don't tweet your why do we have to mm. I don't understand. Yeah, like, why? Players, recruits, players' parents, recruits' parents, just stop. Just, just. God, it's ridiculous, man. It is ridiculous. It's just, I mean, not everything. Everything is wrong with Tennessee football right now. Everything. Gotta love it. I don't, I don't know what to do. I mean, I don't know what to think. I it is, it's kill I just, I just want to, I just want to win. And Pruitt's not winning. No, he's losing, and he's losing badly. And I just think that because if, if you want, if you're seven and three right now, I don't think this is really an issue. No, I mean the investigation isn't. You're not batting an eye about the investigation, right. yeah. And and you're not batting an eye get, like with some of these guys yeah. entering the transfer. Board. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's another thing is like, and that I guess that is, and you know, we're, we're gonna I guess jump around what, what you've laid out for our um, outline. But that's another thing is like the DeAndre Johnson and the Ty Chandler thing for me. Maybe DeAndre Johnson more than Ty Chandler, but there's also some issues around or not issues, but. Uh things that would lead him to make that decision, like, you know, surrounding that that are, are off you know, that make sense. That make mm-hmm. the the thing make sense. But in a year like this, I feel like it's okay to assume that like, you know, he's he's leaving because of staff changes. Ty Chandler's le- or not staff changes, but like just things going on inside the program. Yeah. I I mean with we- Nobody that has entered the transfer portal has really been a huge surprise. Maybe DeAndre Johnson. That's about the only one, I think. But I think Ty Chandler, I mean, his carries are already cut. Eric Gray was the, the premier back at Tennessee. You got Jabari Small, D-Beckwith, who, who looked to take some carries away from him also. Mm-hmm. And then you what you have coming in next year. I mean, the, the riding was there. Yeah, and that, he just wasn't going to be a focal point of the offense. That's the thing about the Ty Chandler that I'm like, you know, and I said it today. I'm like, I mean... That one, he, there were guys recruited to take his spot. Yeah, so you recruited over him. Yeah, Um, Bryce Thompson going to the NFL, declaring for the NFL draft. I mean, that's a guy that may or may not get drafted, depending on what his, Mm -hmm. you know, pro day numbers look like. He he could get invited to a combine. I could I could see Bryce Thompson getting invited. Um, so combine numbers potentially. Um, but a guy that's leaving that, I mean, I doubt he he'll be on a roster. He'll be an unsigned free agent.
1: But Or yeah, yeah, unsigned, undrafted free undrafted agent. Three. Sorry.
0: Um he will be a signed <laughs> undrafted free agent. Uh but I mean that you know, that's not super alarming. But I think it's fair to go, would he stay if Peru goes se- seven and three You're and there's more and certainty around it? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'd say at least he thinks about it a little bit harder. I mean that 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 one probably is the one that hurts the worst. It's not the guys in the transfer board. It's Bryce Thompson, because he was one of your better players on the defensive side of the ball. Correct. And probably you're, you got the most production out of him at, in your secondary. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, Him and maybe Flowers, but I think Bryce Thompson had a better year. I mean, he was third team all SEC. Yeah, what hurt him is they moved him around a lot. Um, and I think in the NFL, serve. he's not going to be an outside corner. He's going to be a nickel guy. Uh, probably, and he, that's where he ended up having to play quite a bit this year. Just I thought the he did a good job. And, and yeah. I, I would – Honestly, would love to see him back to to be able to fill that role a little bit more and see what he could do. Right. Because maybe you you get a better maybe you get drafted next year. I mean, I guess he still has the opportunity to come back. Yeah, I mean, you got a window yeah. to declare but like to officially declare, but I mean that's a guy I don't see it happening. Ty Chandler again. I mean, just due to the and he could, like, I don't know what his financial situation looks like. I don't know what his yeah. family situation looks like. Or the kid might just hate school. <laughs> I mean, I, we've talked to uh, Ross Kivett about it, and some of those guys go and, and sign minor league deals because they just don't want to do school anymore. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know what his situation like. I would love to to have him back in another year. Um because I don't think we have a lot of depth at that cornerback position. Nope. So it kind of hurts. Yeah, no, losing—I mean, losing him's the biggest probably uh, him or him or Austin Pope. And I'd probably—I mean, Bryce Thompson still the yeah. biggest loss. But I mean, Austin Pope definitely up there in that category. DeAndre Johnson's a big loss, um, but it, it wasn't massive. I think, especially with some of the guys that are going to be sophomores next year and some of the guys you bring in. Um, that I think just not a massive loss. him and Bennett, yeah, I would agree with that. Just hurts from from a experience standpoint
1: because mm-hmm.
0: I mean you can't beat SEC experience, no. Nope. <clears throat> and that's why I think you know Ty Chandler's probably going to be at a another Power Five program because he yeah. has that experience and he's a he's, he's a good back. He's a he can yeah he can play. I thought he played better at the end of the year, but mm-hmm. you also had you still have Eric Gray, and then you know. You, some of the guys you're bringing in, you're bringing in a Juco guy. So, I mean, it's not all freshmen you're bringing in. Um, the number one running back. Um, and then, of course, Eric Gray, who hopefully will be back next year and just seems to improve. And I, I thought Jabari Small should have gotten a lot more carries throughout the year, too. Because right. every time he got the ball, I was like, man, this kid's good. Yeah. He can, I mean, he, he, he can play. And he gave you something different than what Eric Gray and Ty Chandler gave mm-hmm. you, Whereas they were very – very similar backs didn't necessarily complement each other. Yeah, very well. I think Ty Chandler is going to do a lot better in a offense where they can give him more space, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think so. Cuz when he was a kick returner, I mean, the kid was electric. Yeah. For sure. And in Kentucky like when when I think his freshman year against Kentucky when John Kelly got caught smoking weed. <laughs> um you know, he had a like coming out party. Yeah. And, and they utilize him in space a lot. So, yeah, if he can go to an offense where they can maybe, maybe it's a throwing kind of offense where they can get him just. Get him out into space and let him work. Yeah. yeah, I think that will be ideal for him because 2,000 yards in his career, 16 touchdowns. Wish him the best. Yeah, we'll see where I mean, he lands, but I, I agree. Probably it's, It a sucks that a, an in-state guy like yes. that is, is yep. out the door. But like you said, you recruited over him. It's there's probably no hate or because right. you didn't know that animosity. Were, you didn't know anything. when you were recruiting guys that you're gonna have these seniors with extra years of eligibility. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know how that would work. Yep. Um, so yeah, that one isn't super alarming to me. Uh, let's start by this staff hire. Oh, we got well, we forgot one more. We got a guy staying too. Bayless Jones <laughs> Jr. Oh yeah yeah announced that he's Good. staying. I think that's big, and I think he should have been utilized a lot more throughout the year. You saw a lot of him against Vanderbilt, where he had 125 yards of his 280 yards for the season. Um, You know, he he's a guy that needs to be utilizing space a lot, Mm -hmm. and he's a special teams guy, kick returner, punt returner, but he didn't really get a ton of opportunities doing that. And I think that's just kind of what football is kind of going to, right? You're just not getting. The opportunities. Um, but I think from a leadership standpoint, I, I really like what he brings to the table. And I think he's going to be even better next year with better quarterback play, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. That's that's the key word hopefully. there. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. Staff changes, potentially, maybe. Has that been Jim Turner? Jim Turner. I mean, how the. Yeah, apparently he interviewed for the O line job yesterday. Um, I tried to, like, look up what he's exactly at, he's done. He's at the Bengals right now. Right. So right there, I'm going, hmm, nah. And then you find out that, you know, he was at Miami during the Richie Incognito crap. Yeah. Which, I mean, can you pin it all? I mean, you can't pin it all the way on him or anything. But st- he was there, so that's attached to him. And then apparently he has some other allegations attached to him. I don't know. Regardless, he's bad. He seems to be bad at his job. Yeah, I think it's a lot like the... You know, I know it's different from the Penn State stuff, but Shiano, we didn't want Shiano because of the baggage and because he was just a bad football coach. (laughs) Correct. Um, And with this guy, yeah, there's baggage, and he just doesn't seem to be a very good coach. (laughs) At a... Power five school that desperately needs to get better on the offensive line right. at developing. And I'm not sure that's the right hire. It certainly doesn't look like doesn't look like he would help that offensive line in. Anyway. He's got SEC experience. He's been at Texas AM I think three times. Three different times. Um but th- the Bengals O line gave up thirty two sacks in Joe Burrow's ten games. Thirty two sacks. 24th in the NFL in rushing, and they were 29th in total offense. So that right there tells me that. And he's been there for two years, so it's not like he inherited right, right. all this. He he had some time to develop these guys, and it just didn't really carry over. Correct. Uh, well, I mean, and, and we don't have Trey Smith next year to really pick up the slack for anybody else. So Why can we just not make a good hire? I just don't get it. <clears throat> Hey, I will say this. At least he interviewed the guy. At least he interviewed him this time. (laughs) I just don't get it. Isn't that unreal? You don't even interview the guy and then end up firing him. Yeah, that's the thing. If you don't interview the guy, it works (laughs) out okay. If you don't interview the guy and then you end up firing him at the end of the year, that's even another thing. But you fired him mid-game. Mid-game. It is an interesting look, to say the least. Yep. Yep. An interesting look. Golly. So, I guess he was there with Jay Graham at Texas A&M. So, is this kind of Jay Graham's buddy? Maybe. Because I I don't think him and Pruitt have ever really crossed paths. Apparently, A&M fans liked Jim Turner a lot. So, maybe he's a college guy. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's not an NFL guy. He's just terrible. But he also, you know... Got some baggage. Doesn't seem like Tennessee needs that hire right now. Nope. I just nothing feels like it can be done even remotely right. Yep. Yeah. Oh. You want to get to a just question? Nuts. Let's answer questions. I just don't get it, man. Do you just kind of laugh about it? I know it's heartbreaking. It really is. But at at some point, you're just going to be like, you know. I just dream of one day it'll be turned around. Dream is the key word. I dream of it. It won't actually happen. So Christopher Nichols um, asked us. He had a little debate on our page the other day. Um, He says, I don't know if I should ask any more questions, but... (laughs) Say we keep Pruitt and we go eight and four or seven and five next season. Do you keep him or let him go? You got to keep him if, he, if yeah. he goes eight and five or seven and four, right? Yeah. You got to. Seven, seven and five, eight and four. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you kept him after this year, you got to keep him then. Yeah, I mean, so what's if he wins four games next season? Is it just like, oh, we're good? He improved. Oh, that's depressing. Yes. Or do, do you think he ha- he has to go seven and five at least? If he goes six and six next year, are you you out? I mean, I, I don't think anything else is gonna pull me back in besides maybe a let say nine and three. I don't even think eight and four is really gonna just pull me back it's in. It's not gonna pull me back in, but I mean an eight and four, seven and five, or yeah. You gotta keep him, right? Based on what you kept him around this year. Yeah. So so six and six, would you keep him? You got to if you're Phil former, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. like. I don't know. I don't. Up is such a who cares at this point. Yeah, I mean, what? What's your breaking point? Right. I don't. If he know. wins three games again next year, are you going to be like, yeah, that's that's probably yeah, I've seen enough"? Because then you're like, "Well, the whole fan base tried to tell you that it was enough, but you wanted to go another year." Man, I. And you had you had an investigation where you could have had reason. Yep. If you didn't think it was the three and seven or the seven double digit losses, golly, man. You <laughs> could, that's a that's the thing. So, what was his first question that sparked that debate? Because I think the answer I'm about to give or what I'm about to say I think answers that question. Um, it was about why do fans want for, or Pruitt gone and freeze, and why do they want freeze? I'm trying to find the exact. It was. It's back in. Yeah, there. Yeah, there was quite <clears throat> the debate. So I'm probably gonna get torched for this, but bring it on. Why do UT fans legitimately want to get rid of Jeremy Pruitt? I'll go one step further. Why do those same fans legitimately want Hugh Freeze? Let's debate this. Not all fans that want Jeremy Pruitt don't want Hugh Freeze. I'd like to lead off with that. But Jeremy Pruitt, there is not much room for. Growth, because like like next year he could go seven and five. Would that be an improvement? Sure. Is that where Tennessee should be in year four under a new coach? Probably not. No, not probably. No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. So so that's that's probably Jeremy so, Pruitt's ceiling. No, not, not a, maybe not a ceiling. Like in year five or six, could he do better? Sure. Is that taking too long? Will he be able to replicate it if it took him that long? Probably not. So. But how how many do overs does the guy get? Right, that's like it should be. You weren't able to do it, and not only were you able to do it, you weren't able to do it in ugly fashion, Mm -hmm. double digit losses. Like it's not like all these were close games, debacles. Yes, (laughs) and guys getting fired at halftime. That and maybe a guy paying for dinners. That which it's got to be bigger than that. If if all this is happening, because if if that's what's happening, then shit. Quit because the NCAA is out to get you and so if that's it, just quit. Like keep the baseball program, keep the basketball programs. That's it. Be done with everything else. Um, because you're not gonna win anything significant. Um but Jeremy there's just not much room for growth. You've seen the best of Jeremy Pruitt, I think. It's time to go. Yeah. That's why that's why they want him. Why do they want you freeze? Because you freeze <coughs> May not I'm I don't think you freaks can build programs from the evidence I've seen. Can he win quickly? Yeah. He can win. He could beat a opponent he's not supposed to beat in year one. Which I guess he, Jeremy Pruitt did do that with Auburn. Yeah. But can he build a program? It certainly does not look like it. Yeah, it's like a He he builds it to I guess where he wants or or where he gets to where he can escape and then it's or they push him out. I don't know. Hugh Freeze? I, yeah. I think Hugh Freeze is just, I think he is a, I think he is a, I mean, I don't even know if like a play, like he just, he's smart. He's a, he's really good at coaching mm-hmm. football. Yeah. But I don't know if that translates into building programs. Um, He can out coaches. Yeah. game games at a time. But I don't know if he can build programs because he can also get out coached on any given day too, um, as been proven through his time at Ole Miss. But I mean, his time at Ole Miss just proves that it's all based on a couple, like one game. Like it's it's very week to week, very week to week. Yeah, I'm not a ag- I'm not against the Hugh Freeze thing. I just I for one don't think Tennessee would ever make that call. Who, who's in charge right now would probably never make that call. I wouldn't absolutely hate the Hugh Freeze hire, but I'm not for it. I think he's. All, I think he could only win. I don't. I get it. Could he win the East? Maybe. May like maybe. I don't know if he can knock off Florida and Georgia, and then. But but here's, maybe here's, Alabama in the same year. Here's the thing: could could anybody out there right now? The the way this program looks right now, I mean, I would, I wouldn't put money on anybody. I don't think Nick Saban could come in, <laughs> come in here and actually. Well, he, he would went. have to play Nick Saban, so that helps him a lot. Yeah, he's true. got a head start. Uh, he I does mean, have to every day. What he's got to play Nick yeah. Saban. Every day. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> they, they that's play, why he's able to win. He, played, some. he plays chess against himself. Um, I mean, that's why I think it's, and I know there's a lot of guys that wouldn't come here that are, but I mean. If you're going to if you've got the money and the resources Tennessee has, there should be a guy or two on your list that you make that phone call. And maybe you feel silly after you make it. Maybe you're like, "Why did I do that?" But you do it. Like you Urban call Meyer. him like Urban Meyer and is Urban Meyer going to say no? 99.9% chance he says oh, no. Oh yeah, absolutely. But if you're not swinging for the fences, what's the point of playing? Say small ball. I mean, we won three games. You was go to the freaking Jaguars. They won one game. I mean, at least we got a leg up on this. Go. They do get Trevor Lawrence, though, and, and, and we had a chance to right. get him too, and we decided not to. And it doesn't have to be Urban Meyer. Like, there's other coaches out there that I think are worth a good amount of money that you have that Tennessee could call, and you're like, hey, coach, I know you're probably going to say no, but like, how does $8 million a year sound? Because you're not going to have to pay the players. So, just fork over the cash. Luke Fickle really impressed me in that bowl game. And you wouldn't have to pay him $8 million. <laughs> No, you wouldn't. No. A lot of people don't like Luke Fickle because he was a defensive mind. Apparently, offensive mind is the requirement nowadays. But, I don't know. Luke Fickle, Matt Campbell, guys that are like currently winning. Those are guys that I like. Tom Allen. He's lost to Jeremy Pruitt. <laughs> I'm sorry. He lost to Jeremy Pruitt. With a backup quarterback. In a... In, in an atrocious way, though. Now, Jerry Pruitt coached like that all the time, I don't think we'd be talking about his job. Imagine what Tom Allen would do with Eric Gray. So it, probably underuse him because he's the head coach at Tennessee. So I mean, we told uh, their starting quarterback right now that he wasn't good enough to play here, and now he's uh, had Indiana in the top ten. I just... That, I don't know. Just hire Butch Jones again at this point. Just... What's Derrick Dooley doing nowadays? He's coaching the NFL. Gross. And has some SEC experience. Could we hire Sam Pittman? We should try. That'd be a call. That's know. another thing, too. Like Everyone wants to talk about this perfect formula. Like there's not like there's Hire an offensive guy. That's the way the football works. Nick Saban's not an offensive guy. And he is dominating college football right now. Um, Sam Pittman flipped Arkansas in one year. Is he an offensive guy? Sure is he an offensive line coach? Yes, which is not the same as an offense coordinator <laughs> uh, Last year, <coughs> Coach O won it. He's not an offensive guy. I mean it, can it obviously being an offensive minded in today's in, or today's uh, football world helps. but you also just need to be flexible. Yeah, I think that's the perfect formula. You have to be flexible. Yeah. You you have to change with the game and I think that's why Nick Saban is, you know, kept his success for so long is because as the game changed, he's willing to change. I think all Nick Saban Nick Saban went from when he changed the way he plays. I think he found an answer to never lose to guys like Hugh Freeze again. Yeah. Like, his answer, he decided that he could still beat guys like Les Miles, another team that gave him trouble, um, who plays similar style ball to what Nick Saban used to play. Um, he found a formula that could he could consistently beat teams that play defense, but he could also beat guys that just played offense. He can beat Lane Kiffin, Hugh Freeze, Steve Sarkisian, Like, he can beat those guys with the new formula he has now. Yeah. Like, which could Hugh Freeze beat? Nick Saban, the way Nick Saban plays offense now, probably yeah, not. I I don't. <laughs> I think it's fair to ask, and, and I don't think anybody could right now. I think it's fair to ask with what they, the way they're scoring at yeah. that rate. I mean, I don't. It looks like the only team that can keep up with them is Florida with Kyle Pitts, or Ole Miss, who doesn't play a lick of defense. But I mean. How close was Ole Miss? <clears throat> I mean, I think it was, it was like a touchdown, right? Was it? I didn't think it was that close. It might have been. Maybe I'm wrong. No, it may, it may have been. I'm not, I'm not sure. Auburn did beat him last year. So a right. lot of people ask me about Gus. If the, if the only thing you need on your... Resume is beat Alabama. Sign him up. So he's done it twice, three times. Yeah, I think three times. So if that's the only thing, because that's you know everybody's big thing for Hugh Freeze, is that he's beat Alabama, beat Nick Saban. So if that's your okay, it was sixty three forty eight. Okay, so it wasn't that close. But that's the thing though. Like he's not gonna have a lot of those competitions. <laughs> no, he's not. Cause he could still win a lot of football games if he played the same football he played from two thousand seven to two thousand what 16, Seventeen? <clears throat> yeah. He could still win because he won a lot of football games in that. And that was when the game was changing. So it would that's why Nick Saban's comments about that just irritated me. It's like anybody who's doing that can be can say whatever they want about. I'm just like you have any player that your heart so desires. Mm-hmm. You can win. You could run the triple option. Or you can... Triple option. You could run the... Uh, yes, the triple option. But you could run it out of the wing tee. And you could win 12 football games. Yeah. No problem. So, but yeah. I mean, he's... The way he's doing it, there's not a lot of teams that can contain him and knock them off. So... Yeah, he's used to... used to have to have really good DBs. Because you're you're stacking the box because they're gonna run run it down your throat, and you had to good you had to have really good wide receivers because they're bringing the house and their DBs are gonna play man to man. But it just took one play to flip yeah. the script. Yeah. Now, where now, Alabama <laughs> gets out to a twenty one point lead like it's nothing, and it takes way more than one play to flip the tri- flip the script. I mean, it, it took all of yeah. Clemson yeah. And, and that team to yeah. to knock off Alabama. I mean, used to it. One play could def- could change the entire point. Of- I mean, which is the way in football, but it still can happen with Alabama. But I mean, look at Notre Dame. Notre Dame didn't play bad against Alabama, and they just never had a chance. No, they were just outmatched, which just proves everybody's point that every team would be outmatched against Alabama. So, I I don't know what the I don't know what the formula is to get a coach in here to compete, but just find find somebody. Jerry Ford hadn't done it. Bush Jones was close. But Jones did. He was very close one time. <laughs> he was very close one time. Bring him back, baby. God. I just want to win football games so bad. Just bring somebody in here who can win football games. <coughs> Jerry Pruitt can't. So, he's would, 16 so who 19. would be your first call? My first B- besi- call? Besides Urban Meyer. Hey, well, I mean, maybe not Urban Meyer. Bob Stoops. What's he doing? He's coaching like the XFL last year, wasn't he? Yeah, some. Like some somebody who's won a lot of football games. Who's not Steve Spurrier old. Okay. <laughs> Say Bob Stoops said no. Who you go to next. So like who's my realistic, like, short list? I mean, apparently Jamie Chadwell isn't on a lot of people's, which is fine. I'm not I'm not crazy about Jamie Chadwell yet. I think he belongs to the mullet capital of the world. Um Luke Fickle just scares me a little bit because it's short-lived success right now it's not strong I think if I was going to go get a guy who's won football games at the power five level head coach experience I think I go get Matt I offer a lot of money to Matt Campbell okay I don't hate that I just know I, mean, why- I think oh. he's I think that's better than Mario <laughs> Cristobal oh yeah for sure but people love the SEC experience but what does that really mean I don't know. And who do you get? Like, you're not getting anybody in the SEC. Right. Yeah. Anybody that's worth anything in the SEC. So if you do that, you got to go get a probably a coordinator. Yeah. If you want and an SEC. You've SCC done experience. that before. Yeah. I mean. And you had probably the best coordinator in the SEC at that point. Right. So. And it didn't work out for you. Yeah. I think if I was going to. And Matt, Matt Campbell probably doesn't leave. So you might have to go to a, a group five coach. Um, you just Tom Allen leave Indiana. For Tennessee, you mentioned how hard it is to win at Tennessee right now. Tom Allen showed all he's got to do is knock off Ohio State to be competitive in the Big Ten, and he was really close this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what's what's Gregory Chiano up at Rutgers doing. I heard he's doing a good job. Oh yeah, can we offer job. him? Mm. <laughs> um, hey, he's still waiting on a Garantano transfer papers to come through. I just, I I don't know if there. Like right now, I don't know if there is a perfect one. I, I like Luke Fickle. I like. Jamie Chadwell. I like Matt Cam- I mean, those are up-and-comer guys. I mean, What, I what guess- if you threw a ton of money at Dan Mullen? No. I don't want Dan Mullen. The shit show that's happened in Florida this year? Hell no. <laughs> Can you imagine what he would do in Knoxville? Yeah, it'd be weird. Yeah, it'd be weird. But you'd win some games. You know the guy that would be hanging out with players? He would actually be hanging out. He'd be kissing players. <laughs> His wife would, too. Like... No, hell no to Dan Mullen. Florida can keep him. I don't want Dan Mullen. Is he going to win some games at Florida? Yeah. Is it going to be an absolute mess the entire way? Yeah. That's a good point. I just want somebody who can develop a freaking quarterback. Fair, but... You know, and like his his issues would be so... High. If he came out of the tunnel in Neyland Stadium pumping up the crowd after starting a fight... That would be news on ESPN for two weeks. And oh, yeah. they didn't bat an eye about it at Florida. So his issues would be... Through the roof? Oh, they would be making fun of Tennessee fans left and right. I was <laughs> Are against. they not already, though? Right. But <laughs> we just don't need more of it. We don't need more yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, he's not he's on not my... Just, I just know he's kind of ruffled some feathers. I didn't want him when he was leaving Mississippi State. I mean, I didn't care for him. Yeah. I, if they hired I him, would I have been happy with it? Sure. What I was, what I've been like, I was a freaking awesome hire, guys. No, I wouldn't. No, so nope, no damn. Alone. And I, I don't know if there is just like a there's no home a- run hire anymore. I think it's just like you got to find the right guy to fit your program and <laughs> kind of hang on and hope for the best. Is there is there a guy in the NFL that you want to go get? Dude, I'm. I know the Texans are talking to Joe Brady. I would be on the phone with Joe Brady and being like, "Hey, man," but that's he a coordinator. He, he yeah, and he hasn't had head coaching experience. So, yeah, but that's a guy. Like, if maybe Matt Campbell told me no, Luke Fickle said probably not. How much money do you offer Pete Carroll? Oh God, the world, <laughs> the world. That man loves the NFL. He's never come Oh to no. That people that go to the NFL don't come back to call outside of Nick Saban. He's, yeah, and he's an anomaly <laughs> in every sense of the word. Yep, I hate that man. I hate that little bastard. <laughs> Oatmeal crop, cream pie eating mother. What, what would you do to him if you saw him in person? Would you take a picture with him? Hell no. <laughs> what? No, you wouldn't get an autograph or anything. No. First off, how meaningless are like autographs for like, obviously not like older autographs, but like nowadays. Like I feel like because there are like there's so many events now, yeah, and there's so many so autographs. I feel like are meaningless. But it gets older, And then it becomes worth something. Yeah, I mean, but there's it's the market's flooded. Like it's not like, but um, like, how many rare autog- autographs do you get now? Imagine like fifty. 50 years from now. Like, think of now if somebody had a Bear Bryant autograph. Right, but they didn't have, like, the spring days where everybody comes and gets helmets signed. And, and then he's probably doing engagements now. Where, like, those weren't the thing. It, it's a little saturated. I, I get that. That's what I mean. Like, there's just, there's so many ways to get autographs nowadays that I, it's different. Mm. I think autographs are, like, the new autograph is the selfie. Which are also saturated, but they're also more personal. So, gotcha. that's a new autograph. Would I get a selfie with Nick Saban? Maybe flipping him off. <laughs> or, hey, hey Nick, you got something on your shirt? Yeah, exactly. See? And then that guy comes out of the woodwork and is like, his name is Nick Saban. Coach Nick Saban. <laughs> it's Coach Saban. Yeah. And you will address him as such. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a tacky blue jacket. I can call him whatever I want. <laughs> Affleck, mother effer. Um, you guys owe us for that advertisement, Afflack. Affleck. Uh, <laughs> Didn't somebody pee on his statue and get berated for it on? They peed on Bear Bryant's, I think. Who was that? Somebody we know. Somebody we know? Yeah. I can't remember who it was. They peed on it? Yeah. (laughs) And so everybody was acting like it was like a grave. They're like, how dare you disrespect Bear Bryant's statue? That is so disrespectful. I'm like, he's not buried there. Like, calm down. actually Bear Bryant. (laughs) Although, I heard he was into that. The guy had to pee. I mean. <laughs> All right. Let's preview this Arkansas game. Tennessee getting back to it. Jaden Springer is expected to play. Got to play. Yes. they. Tennessee desperately needs him on offense. <clears throat> um, man, Arkansas is not a bad team. I think this is a team that will present plenty of problems for Tennessee on Wednesday night, 7 p.m., probably won't get it on your TV because SCC Network sucks. I think it is like SCC Network. It's actually. on ESPN2. That oh, was ESPN2. Yeah. Oh, good. So it'll be on ESPN News until... <laughs> yeah, until that, that game's over. Here's what I don't understand about that. Why on the app can it not be programmed to be watched on the app? Like, why do I have to have ESPN News to watch it on the app? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why they keep playing the game even though that game is over until there's a break. And then, like, you're so into it that you think it's part of that break, but it's actually the net, whatever's on ESPN news. So I'm like, man, this commercial's been on forever. I'm like, oh, crap. The game moved. It's, yeah, it's so stupid. It's incredibly Can stupid. Can you not let us know? Hey, we're moving. It'd be great. ESPN sucks. I hate ESPN. They have moved into first place for most hated live sports provider behind CBS. <laughs> Depending on who's calling the game. Well, you I know, just hate if Gary's I, calling the game. I hate CBS no. the way they like cover everything else. Yeah, it's bad. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, okay, Tennessee and Arkansas though. Arkansas nine and one. Their only loss coming to Conzo. Uh, <laughs> Dude, and they got whooped. They got whooped. They got whooped. And they shot really bad as well. So lost yes. by thirteen. Um, let me see exactly how they shot because. I was reading I, something today and it was bad. I was surprised to see how poorly how poorly they shot as a team because they average eighty eight points a game. But yeah. they don't shoot they must shoot a lot. Because they don't shoot well. I know like a couple guys are like one and eleven 0 for ten from the field the other night. Yikes. So I mean they had a, they had a rough night, but they don't typically the field. they don't typically shoot that well either. I mean their three point percentage is no, low. Let me see if I can pull that up. They are forty five percent from field goal range, which isn't all that bad. It isn't bad at all. Um, but their three point they shot twenty six point eight percent against Missouri. Twenty six point eight field goal percentage. Um Ugh, gross. They were twenty five percent from three. Get That's, this. They only had nine turnovers. Missouri had 21 and still got beat by 13. They got out rebounding 51 to 36. I, mean, I they, think, and, and they're, they're without one of their, their better inside guys, um, which is Justin Smith. He was averaging um, 11.6 points per game and 7.1 rebounds per game. Gotcha. I think he was about 6'7, 250 pounds. Um. So yeah, they look like they desperately needed. Um, he's out three to six weeks with the uh, he had to have ankle surgery. Oh, he's only out three to six weeks. I guess for ankle, with ankle surgery. Wow. This is a. T- I mean, this t- Tennessee should beat them, but I think as far as shooting goes, I mean, sounds like though that they, when they're off, they're off. Mm-hmm. Um. So hopefully, they do not get. Hot yeah. three point. I don't think they have many. Um, they do have a seven three guy. But other than that, I don't think they have much of an inside no. inside presence. Um, I mean Tillman from Missouri though, they're not had twenty five against them. So hopefully Folson takes some of that criticism that Rick Barnes gave him after the Alabama game. Earned some minutes back and just rips Arkansas a new one. It, it's gonna, it, yeah. I mean, and it, it's gonna take better play from your veteran guys, um, especially on the offensive end. But it's also gonna take James. You need Jaden Springer healthy. You saw how much he brings to that offense. Viskovi, he's got to be better with the ball. He's mm-hmm. got to be better with what he, um, how he gets the ball into other playmakers' hands. Um, yeah, that's the Alabama loss was tough, and you know we can say shouldn't have happened. Um, it, it was kind of an anomaly with how well Alabama shot. Um, you know, that's not an everyday that's not gonna be an everyday thing for them. Um, but Tennessee's gotta be able to score better as well. Yep. This is a battle some uh some of the top freshmen in the country with Moses Moody, you got Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer um should be back, like you said. It'll be interesting. I think Moses Moody, I think he's the SEC points leader. Okay. Right now, averaging six point sixteen point nine points per game. Um, I mentioned that Connor Vanover is their seven three guy. He's actually averaging seven point three rebounds per game. So that that's going to be interesting to see how Forsen and Pons are able to hold their own inside the paint and with, EJ Anasiky. Yeah, with a guy who's who's that tall. But Missouri did it. They do have a, a bigger guy in Tillman, um, but we held our own with Tillman. So hopefully, yeah. you know maybe we can get the seven three guy in foul trouble. I don't know how much of a rim protector he is. Um he just looks like a big twig.
1: I mean, he's seven three. He's not
0: yeah. he's not gonna be able to move a ton of people around. Yeah. So um it would be nice to see Tennessee attack him and try to get him in foul trouble because he's yeah, no they, Azabuki. That's for right. Sure. I mean they lose a lot they lose most of their size when um Vanover's <laughs> over's out, so Yep. Um I mean, we we've gotta see Tennessee get more in a, in more of an offensive rhythm too. Um, not just for this game, but for future games. Yeah. Hopefully, this is a that Alabama game was a humbling moment for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm really interested to see how this team responds. Um, right. Cause that was their first loss. Arkansas, that was their first loss against Missouri. So, how, do, how did these two teams respond? Uh, tomorrow night will, will be interesting. I think Tennessee's more talented for sure. Um, but, man, there's a lot of, like, new pieces mm. to this team, whereas, like, if if that uh, chemistry is kind of thrown off, are they able to put it back together easily, or does it kind of snowball in, into something worse? I'm, I'm interested to see kind of how that works. Hopefully it doesn't snowball. Hopefully not, Kali. I think there's way too much talent for them to snowball, way too much leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Rick Barnes said, I mean, he's got to have more from John Fulgerson. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's all SEC. He should absolutely be more. He's got to be a leader on this team because and he I mean, should... a lot of your playmakers are younger. And, and he should be the guy where it's like, if it's a close game and you need a basket, he should be the guy that goes yep. and gets it. Agreed. I, I think we have plenty of guys that are capable, but it, it should be John Fulkerson. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yes. Ball should go through him. All right. Anything else you want to mention about that game? Go in, baby. 7 p.m. tip-off. ESPN 2, Landon said it if it's wrong. Um, <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> That's what it says on ESPN, so you can oh, blame you them if okay. it's wrong. Perfect. We will blame ESPN. <laughs> All right, national championship. Is it going to get moved? Has it been? Is it going to get moved? I mean, Ohio State just continues to bend the rules. So right, I mean, it's whatever. definitely going to get moved. Apparently yeah. they're working to uh, make it happen on Tom. So we'll see. Whatever. Or you believe it? So, I am interested to see this game because, I mean, we didn't think uh, really Ohio State had a chance against Clemson, and they demolished. I mean, I'm already Clemson. scared to put the – I think the line was at seven and a half today. Yeah, that's scary. I don't know if I like that. I'm staying away. Odds aren't – But, I mean, yeah, Ohio State's not even like a huge underdog in terms of like – I think the for them to win was like plus 220. Like not enough for me to be like, yeah, let's put a little money on that. Yeah. They're like plus – four hundred, I'd be like, yeah, let's let's throw a couple of dollars on there just to see what happens. But I'm I'm not messing with it. I because like what is Just how much is Justin Fields able to do? What Ohio State team are you gonna see? Are you gonna see the one against Northwestern? Or are you gonna see the one against Clemson? They did have more guys or less guys out against Clemson. Um yeah. so that helps. But I gotta imagine they're trying to bring that number down to zero before next Monday. Mm. How, how much are you able to rely on Trey Sermon? Because he's not going to go off for 300 yards like he did against no, Northwestern. No chance. I mean, no, no chance. And he played lights out against Clemson. I was very impressed by him. I think it's a good matchup. And I do like how you know there was kind of up in the air that Ohio State probably shouldn't have been in, maybe Notre Dame shouldn't have been in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came out and took care of business against Clemson. They just kind of solidified that yeah, they're probably and maybe it wasn't because no one thought they were one of the four best teams in college football. They just thought because of how many games they played they shouldn't right. have been able to compete. At least they can I mean, at least they made it interesting and even though they So would you would you have rather seen Texas A and M over Notre Dame? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think Texas A&M. Uh, I mean, you think it would have been a better game, or do you think it, because Alabama's already played Texas A&M that that's why they did that? I think that played into it, but wouldn't couldn't the argument be the same that you put Notre Dame in there because you thought they had a chance to win? You put Clemson in for the same reason, so it could have been a Clemson Notre Dame rematch yeah. for the third time. So, I mean, I, I thought Texas A&M was more deserving than Notre Dame. Um, Everyone kind of thought Notre Dame only won because Trevor Lawrence is out, and that seemed to be proven when they got Trevor Lawrence and beat him. Um, so I feel like you Notre Dame or A and M should have gotten the nod, but yeah, is what it is. They didn't win, but that North Carolina game was it was a good game. Um, they ended up winning by two touchdowns, but it was a lot closer than the score. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Good for them. All right. Well, NFL playoffs. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. playoffs! Talk about playoffs. Playoffs! All right. The, uh, what do you want to look at? AFC or NFC first? Let's go NFC. Let's also, some I'm, predictions. I'm, I'm interested about these upsets <coughs> because I want to take all the – and I feel like legitimately all the favorites really probably will win. I want, I'm curious to see what underdogs you have that have the best chance. Uh, starting the NFC – Number two, New Orleans, taking on the number seven seed Chicago Bears. The Bears. Number three, Seattle Seahawks, taking on number six Los Angeles Rams, and the Washington football team taking on the number five Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like the favorites probably are win. the favorites, and yeah, I'm interested to see Washington. I just don't like how. I mean, what Tampa Bay team do you see? That's fair. And they got one of the best defensive lines in football. You don't see playoff Tommy? You probably do. But, I mean, like, him and Gronk, I guess Antonio Brown, if you catch But Mike Evans and, uh, God, who's the other guy from Penn State? I can't even think of his name. I want to say Chris, but I don't know if that's right. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, the other receiver, they haven't really been there before. Fair. The, the rest of Tampa hasn't really been there before. Fair point. Fair point. Um, see, I, I mean, I don't I don't think Washington football team. I mean, I would say the best upset in the NFC this weekend, best chance of upsetting would be Los Angeles. Um, and It's definitely going to be tough. Uh, I think Seattle's defense has um, progressively gotten Chris better. Chris Godwin. So, yeah. I was right. It was Chris. Chris, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the Seahawks' defense has gotten better, especially from where it was like mid-season. Oh, yeah. 100 but I, I would I would think Los Angeles has the best chance of of upsetting, um, than the Bears or the football team. <laughs> yeah, they got the probably the best, the best defensive player in the NFL. Probably top three best players in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I I really I would pick Seattle to win it, but I think if you're gonna see an upset, I think it would be Los Angeles. Yeah, because. Neither one of those, like both of those teams, have kind of been in this situation before, oh, so it's not like yeah. it's a new. So yeah, that, that's going to be a good game. Is that on? Are these games on Sunday? Seattle is Saturday. Okay. New Orleans is Sunday, and Washington is Saturday. Gotcha. And then at the AFC, so game, who, who do you got? You want to do oh, predictions? Yeah, I'll do predictions. I see. I have the favorites. I know that seems easy. Um, I'm not one to take. Against Russell Wilson, so I guess that's right, that's, that's smart. <laughs> I think I'll go New Orleans, Seattle, and then I think just for uh, for games. an upset pur- purposes, I think I'm going to go Washington just for okay. upset purposes. I feel like hmm. I got to pick one. Yeah, I would probably go with the same thing. I think wa- man, that's tough. You can pick all favorites. I want to. I might. I might just let you have the Washington one. Yeah, I, I just all think all favorites. I'll probably go all favorites. I just don't know if any Washington that. has enough offensive yeah, firepower yeah. to really keep up. I would agree. I would agree. And then look at the AFC. This game's on Saturday. Number two, Buffalo. Number seven, Indianapolis. This game is on Sunday. Number three, Pittsburgh. At number six, Cleveland. And number four on Sunday, number four Tennessee, versus number five Baltimore. Again, I think the only upsets that four five seed, uh, or not the only one. Um, I think, man, that ball. I mean Tennessee. It's gonna be tough to beat Baltimore. Yeah, especially their defense has not been great, and it's not gonna get fixed overnight, over a week, the span of a week. The good thing is like. Lamar Jackson isn't going to tear you up through the air. They want to run the football. So that – Score can't, won't get away – shouldn't get away from you. Right. That helps because that secondary looks like Tennessee during uh, – when Tyler Bray was there when we played Troy. I mean, that secondary looks atrocious. Yeah, it's not hot. Not hot. Um, not hot. And then I, I think, um, I, I don't see, I just don't see Buffalo slowing up. Yeah, and that lines at six and a half. That's my lock of the week. Is it? I just don't see them slowing up. What they've done the past couple weeks, they are on a mission. Yep. Yeah, they they you, want to run into Kansas City. Indianapolis was lucky to that the rest of the team, the AFC, just sucked. <laughs> Fair. There, I, I didn't think they were very great all year. Fair. And then I, I, if Cleveland was not down all these guys due to COVID, I, I would say Cleveland had a great chance against Pittsburgh, but yeah, with how many guys they're going to end up missing, they're going to miss Stefanski's probably not going to be coaching. I don't see them having a chance. I don't think I don't see either one of those teams making it after this week. No, I agree. All like right, they're done. Uh, I think if Cleveland had the, so like it would take Indianapolis winning. For Cleveland, if Cleveland won, because whoever plays the Chiefs, it's over. It's over. <laughs> but you know, like if Cleveland won and, and Indianapolis won, I'd say the Cleveland had a chance against Tennessee or Baltimore. Yeah. Um, but against Kansas City, no, I would agree with that. It's coming. It would be coming to an end. Uh, which I mean, I guess. Yeah, I I think Pittsburgh would lose to Tennessee or Baltimore. So so you you think Kansas City is probably your favorite Buffalo. to to win it right now? I almost want to take Buffalo. Oh, dude, they are just—they have looked so good. They've won uh, me some money, and so they've yeah. won. Yeah, I—I I almost want to take Buffalo. I like it. Um, to win, oh, to win the Super Bowl or to win the AFC the Super Bowl. Buffalo or the Saints? I think those are probably your two divisional winners. Okay. Or yeah. And, and Not Kansas, divisional winners. Whoever wins winners. between Kansas City and Buffalo? Or are you t- just taking Buffalo? I out? think I just want to take Buffalo to win, win the AFC. Okay. Uh, New Orleans to win the NFC. I think that's one of That'd be a fun Super Bowl matchup. But, but those two teams are probably your teams that, like... They have the best chance to knock off Kansas City. Yes. I like that because, I mean, you're you're going to have to have offensive firepower to really... I was going to say Seattle in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, other people winning, I don't... Green Bay, maybe? Just because of offense. Yeah. I, for, I mean, Green Bay is going to be... They are like Buffalo where they look like they're on a mission. That's like, they're not going to be stopped. And, and the good thing about both of those teams is like, they're used to the cold. So wherever they, fair wherever they play, they're gonna have an advantage. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess Kansas City's cold, but it's not like that cold. Some of those playoff games, it, it's not. It's not like that's midwestern cold. That's a different kind of cold. Yeah, it's Kansas like, City's cold. It's like shouldn't even play football cold. That that's a Green Bay. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how they can. It's yeah. stupid, very stupid. And then continue to th- throw at the rate that they do. It's right, insane. Uh, who are your favorites? NFC, AFC, Super Bowl? Um, I'm, I just think until somebody knocks off Kansas City, I'm probably going to go with them. I do like the Bills. Um, but again, I think playoffs, a lot of that is mental. And so just not being there yeah. before, I think, maybe ends Buffalo. I don't know. I, I want to pick them, though, because I'm slowly be- they're winning me money, so I'm slowly becoming a Buffalo fan. I would love to be a part of Bills Mafia. Yeah. Tell me, where to, tell me where to. send in my application. Yeah, let's do it. Let's be a owner, like okay. a co-owner. I don't, I don't think they. Did, dude, I don't think they're Green Bay. Ah, uh, they don't do that. They, they should don't. because I mean that would be everybody worth. would want to be co-owners. Of yeah, the exactly. Buffalo Bills. Um. Okay. Do you have uh? Do we have any more questions? Did we get them all? That's all I got for now. All the questions. All right. Stupidity is an epidemic. stupidity. Got a couple. You got a couple? I've got one, I think, that I can be rude to. Pat Ford. Okay. Fair. Is it Ford Smart? A or Ford? Ford? Ford, sure. I think it is Ford. I mean, he may say something stupid like he that. He says, mm-hmm. uh, Greg Ciano, no ethical concerns. Hugh Freeze, get that orange on him now. I'm like, dude, there's a. I. I get what he's trying to say. But still, it's so off. Yeah, he's a douchebag. Like, it's not. He's a douchebag. That's the only way to put it. Because he frees like, yeah, definitely has baggage. But he also wins football games. Greg Sciano, there's no. It's also very different baggage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which I'm not going to sit here and try to split hairs, so. But it's yeah, different. You're just a moron. Uh, my first one. I don't know what did you see the high school basketball play where with a minute twenty left he got a rebound from a free throw? So this is stupidity, but it's also we don't get to use stupidities to show highlight amazing plays often. So I'm gonna do that now. Did you see the play where the guy caught the free throw with a minute twenty left or caught the rebound from a free throw with a minute twenty left, turns, chucks it down court,
1: huh. makes
0: it. You haven't seen it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Awesome. Why do you do that? He I guess thought there was more time left on the clock. Somebody did a three, two, one I and guess. Just and with a minute twenty left. And he shoots it, immediately looks at the sideline, and is like, I'm so sorry. Like I thought and he made it though. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I get to highlight like a good play. It was stupid, but it worked out. So how stupid was it? That's the question. Blind squirrel, blind squirrel finds a nut. Exactly. I'll see if I can find that play for you. Because if you miss like that. Oh, uh, it wasn't from a free throw. Sorry. <laughs> no doubter from 90 feet. <laughs> I mean, like, wh- what did it, what did it like went off in your head? I don't know. At least it was in the run of play. I thought it was just from a free throw, which is, would be worse. Cause you should be able to look up at the clock and yeah. So at least it was in the run of play. Good Lord. He's like, I'm sorry, but I made it. So you can't be that mad. That's the best part is like the coach can only chew him out so much. Like he can only be like, don't do it again. Yeah. You got any more? You said you got a few, didn't you? Yeah. So I have Colin Dunlap. He's verified. I don't know what he does. I don't really care to look, Um, but he's verified. He's got some followers to his name. He says the Browns got shirts made up for making the playoffs. Oh, he's a Pittsburgh rider. That's what this is. Ah, uh, so he's the Browns up. got shirts made up for making the playoffs, not winning the vi- division or conference, but just making the playoffs. Man, what a sad franchise, laughable. You know what? It is a sad franchise, and that's why they're they're making the best out of this playoff appearance. <laughs> so, oh, so you like the playoff shirt? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Go. All right. Go I, I thought about how B- Pittsburgh is the worst. Just three Denver. loss. Team ever in the NFL, go right about that, <laughs> you freaking moron! I'm not even a Browns fan. I just think like, if you don't make the playoffs since 2002, you make the best of it. Yeah, maybe making a shirt was a little much, but it's not that big a deal. Yeah, okay. I thought you'd have you, a. You don't think they're gonna make money off those shirts? That's a fair point. Come fair on, point, Colin. <laughs> so you're a Baker Mayfield guy now, huh? I'm calling you a moron, Baker Mayfield guy. No, 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 no. You got any more stupidities? I'm a Nick Chubb guy. I, I do like Nick. Oh, Chubb. oh, that's fair. Silent assassin. I understand. I like that. Is that his nickname? I don't know. I, I just know he doesn't talk a lot. Oh, that's a pretty badass nickname. <laughs> You're welcome, Nick Chubb. Strange for a running back, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. whatever. Whatever floats your boat. It it is Cleveland. God, I hate that for him. <laughs> the dog pound. <laughs> Isn't it? You're the Cleveland Browns. I just don't. I don't know any. I don't understand anything about the Cleveland Browns organization. So. I don't either. But hey, don't ask. You're in the playoffs, so and you you beat Pittsburgh to make the playoffs. Was That's it true. was it pretty? No, but hey, don't have to be pretty. Just gotta put it out. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I do have one more, and it was the uh, the New York Times put out an article who will be college football's next national champion Alabama or or Ohio State the correct answer should be neither the team we should be cheering the real champion the University of Connecticut for they canceled their season so is is that sarcasm or they like everyone should have canceled their season because of yeah that's what it's saying you finished the whole season man what did you want People are stupid. I hate people. This is why we have this segment. I hate people. God, what a moron. Some people turn me into Clay Travis people, and I hate that. I hate that even more. That anyone would make me agree with, even slightly with Clay Travis, is I hate you for it. Yeah. If you make me agree with Clay Travis, I hate you. Good job, New York Times. The New York Times sucks. Yeah. Let's be clear about that. Yeah, they got to cover the Giants and the Jets, so I guess they're just itching for something else. <laughs> the Jets are even bad at losing. Yeah, the Jets are terrible at everything. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You got any more? That's it. That's all I got. I got. A, I had a nice stupidity this week. Changing the tide. <laughs> we'll take it. You'll you have some bad ones. You'll you'll make up for it next week. Oh, for sure. <laughs> nobody's nobody's off limits next week. It's game day. It's game day. I want to put that victory hat on so bad. So let's do it, balls. You got it, kind of hidden back there. What happened? Yeah, it's been a little minute. Uh, I had to cover it up a little bit. Didn't know when yeah. I was going to be able to get it <laughs> back out. So I like it. Maybe dig for it. Whoa! Not not bad. <laughs> guys we appreciate you listening to us like always we'll be back on sunday hopefully with some news probably not (laughs) don't get your hopes yeah don't guys we're bringing the boat in and we out